Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a global original podcast. Welcome to Don't Tell Your Mum. It's a podcast for dads and it's about being a father and the pitfalls of parenting and also um, the highs, the lows. You know what I'm talking about. I'm JK. This is my friend Al. And together we're going to be talking. Uh, <laughs> we, are, we, are, we are recording now, you know that, don't are we? we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is for real. (laughs) Together, we're going to be shedding light on some important issues, as well as laughing along the way with the less serious ones. In fact, there's probably a lot more less serious ones than there are. I like the way that you went down when you said less serious ones. Less serious ones. In this episode, we're talking about co-sleeping, the benefits and disadvantages of sharing your sleeping space with your child. I am a co-sleeper. I have a lot of thoughts on this. And if you want to support um, our chat about any parenting issues, you can go to the Dadsnet, an online community for dads. All you have to do is go to thedadsnet.com. So quickly, just going back to co-sleeping, which we're going to talk about later. Um, I've got this thing at the moment where Luna, my almost two-year-old, is that a toddler? Is she walking? Yeah. So she's toddling. So toddle, toddler means toddling. I never knew that. I mean, I've just thought of that now. I, didn't, I wasn't, that's not like a fact, I don't think. But it would make sense, though, right? Well, it would make a lot of sense. There we go. I've been a dad now for four years. She's had two of them. And maybe that, yeah, toddling toddler. Yeah. Which means it varies from age to age, because obviously they start toddling at different ages. She's almost two. And as we know, that usually parents speak in month form. So I think she's about 18, 19 months. But she's almost two is what I like to say. So she's at that stage now where she, she knows about possessions. So she has various possessions. You know, she has a baby, which is a good size. I'd say, I would say the baby is, you know, maybe a foot tall. A doll. It's a, a doll. doll. Well, she just calls it baby. Not like a real baby. No, it's not, re- not a real baby. <laughs> if we have got another baby, I need to know about yeah, this. Because that means you. lack of sleep. So um, she could carry that around. That would be fine. But no, at the moment, she's carrying around a little George from Peppa Pig. So this is a little character which comes in a small car with Daddy Pig, Mummy Pig and Peppa. So it's probably about, what, an inch tall, if that. And that's the one thing that she wants to carry around. Yes, but this is causing problems. Because as you know, toddlers just throw stuff around. They don't care where it goes. I'm spending the majority of my life trying to find blooming George at the minute. I mean, we went for a meal over the weekend uh, in a restaurant. I spent 15 minutes after that, whilst everyone else was outside or waiting in the car, looking for George. Are they waiting for you? Yeah. 
I mean, what? why can't you choose something which is a little bit bigger, which is easily, you know, I'd, I'd be able to find it a lot more easily. Yeah. Why, why this tiny little thing? And the problem is they ex- explode. If you if if it's not with them, they just go completely nuts. Oh, crazy! Yeah, I mean, absolutely crazy. The the, the actual tornado that is incoming when we can't find George, it's horrendous. I know. I know. Like, so Luna co-sleeps. So Luna sleeps with us. She starts off the night, you know, she's in a cot, but then she has to come in. Now After before, about half an hour, right? Well, pretty much half an hour. <laughs> it used to be like three. Why do you hours. even start her off in their own? Oh uh, well, we'll come on, we'll, we'll come on, we'll come to this later on. But obviously, because Luna is sleeping with us. So is George from Peppa Pig. So is George. <laughs> but like, we've got a super king bed. I know we're the tiniest people. Why do we need such a big bed? But we've got because super... you co sleep with George. Yeah, George needs his space and Luna, and also oh. Noah comes into our bed as well. Again, we'll come on to that later. So I, you know, you can't find George all the time. No. So you're you're turning on the light. You're having trying to find George. I'm pretty certain I have woken up with George in between my butt cheeks <laughs> as well, because George is so tiny and getting every crack and crevice. <laughs> You know, you know. What, did you have this with with Ted? No. Well, we've never co-slept, so obviously. I no, I want about the the, the possession oh, oh, thing. Yes, yes, completely. So he he has white bear, which is not a bear or white, but it's called white bear, <laughs> right? And no, it's definitely not white because it's manky as hell because he's carried it everywhere. It's just it's just filthy. But there have been I don't know how many occasions where we have left it somewhere, lost it somewhere. He's put it somewhere and we've just, because he sleeps with it and if he doesn't have it, he won't, he won't sleep anywhere. And we've lost it. We've left it somewhere. We don't know where it is. And we've literally turned the whole house up two occasions. One, we, I say we, definitely Jen, left it under a park bench for a good 12 hours. You can say it's Jen because you're here with me in a safe space. Safe and she's space. nowhere to be. She she's can't get she's in 30 here, miles away. So <laughs> that's why you can now blame Jen. Yeah. It's a safe space. It was definitely her. Yeah. It was definitely her fault. She was in charge. And then the second time we were, we were literally turned the whole house upside down. We're like, it's definitely in the house. It's definitely here. But, uh, but we couldn't find it anywhere. And then we had this, um, little playhouse mm. but happy land a little happy land playhouse <laughs> was it happy I don't know why it's called happy land <laughs> I mean they all look happy yeah. <laughs> but, but are they I don't think they are are we all yeah. are we really happy yeah. if it was real it would be like sad <laughs> sad land depressed land <laughs> sad land <laughs> <laughs> and um, and like we literally couldn't find anything and then I was, it was in the kitchen and I just walked past and as I as I walked past I thought I'm just going to open the garage doors of this house and I opened the garage doors of the house and inside Ted had stuffed White Bear. No. And no I mean, you'd never know it was there. But they hide stuff I as know. well, don't they? They yeah. hide stuff. And then forget where it is. Um, I'll leave you with this. If, if you have this issue at the moment where they're very possessive about something, I should have done what I did with Noah, my four-year-old. So when he got into the, the you know, he wants possession stage, he had a, a Jungle Thomas so it was a Thomas with um, bananas and trees down the side of it. So I, in, uh, I had a moment where I just thought, he's going to lose this. Right. So Charlie, my wife, got, we got to the counter, went, just wait there a second. I ran back and got another two. So yeah. we bought three of them. That's genius. And we actually finally got down to the final one. So I knew what was happening. So yeah. that is my advice. If whatever you're going to get and you think they're keen on it, buy three. That is good. Except what? when it's all to do with the smell of the object. So white bear has a lot to do with the smell. So we've got him several. There's about five or six knocking about the house. But there's only one that smells... Of old spice. Of- <laughs> <laughs> Are you still wearing that? Come on. You know what I mean? No, I'm not wearing it. Am I?
Are we in too deep now? We're in way too deep. It's we're, gone too far. Let's let's get out of this. Um, it is time for the confessional. So the confessional basically is a dad who is asking for forgiveness from us. Um, we like to call it sort of this week's bad dad. So uh, feel free to share. We'll get into this week's confessional next. Welcome. You join us back in the confessional to hear the embarrassing, the shameful and the unforgivable stories of parenting at its worst. And let's face it, we've all been there. Speak for yourself. <laughs> I'm a dad angel. <laughs> Shut up. Carry on. Mate, your nose is growing. This week, another dad pours out his heart uh, and shares his, his story, hoping for forgiveness. But only we can decide if this dad is going to get a pass or not. So this week, our confessional email is from dad of one, Scott. Yes, Scott, you're up. Uh, I was going to read out Scott's email now, so um, we will hear from this week's bad dad. Uh, And whilst we're all listening to this, we have to figure out whether or not we are going to forgive. Okay, here we go. Dear Al and JK, I'm writing because I feel terrible about a recent incident. I'm not going to include any names in this because I fear my wife will kill me if she found out. But we we have said this is Scott though, yeah? Is that a real name? I don't know if that's a real name. We already mentioned his name, but that's fine, Scott. Don't worry about it. We won't won't mention your wife, Miranda. (laughs) (laughs) That's a made up name. Sorry, where were we? Our last Christmas, we had both of our families over to stay. I mean, that is... What are you doing that for? Glutton for punishment, right? Stupid. <laughs> There's your mistake. Oh, babysitters. Babysitters, that's why they did it. Good shout. Sorry, back, In-house back, to, babysitters. back to you, Scott. Back to you. It was great to see both families together, but stressful to host for 14 people and six kids, I can well imagine. Oof. When everyone left in the new year, my wife and I needed a little more time to ourselves, so we took it in turns to take our two-year-old son on walks in the park or to the soft play centre so the other could have a little time to relax. Mm. About a week into the new year, I heard that a local hi-fi shop was having a sale. Hang on, my ears are pricked up. What was that? Did he say <laughs> local, local hi-fi, hi-fi shop, shop having a sale? He did. Right. <laughs> Probably not local to you, though, so don't get Doesn't too matter. excited. It's a hi-fi shop and it's got a sale. <laughs> Knowing that my wife would complain if I went out and bought more gadgets, I thought I could take my son with me and make out that this was a little quiet time for her to enjoy a line on a Saturday morning. Good, good. Genius. I mean, yes. that's, that is dad manipulation at its best. Well done. Passing your own agenda off as something to help your, your missus out. <laughs> Go to Toys R Us. Make sure you get a big bag, first of all, which, which, which will fit and amplify and some speakers in and get your son to carry it in on the way in. Yeah, yeah like perfect. It. Yeah. I like it. Genius. Scott, I'm warming to you. Obviously, she was delighted at the idea, and so me and my son went off in the car to the local hi-fi shop. When we arrived, there were a lot of people there. It seemed like the sale was in full swing, and some were carrying boxes of newly purchased goodies out of the door. I knew I had to find out if there were any bargains inside, and so I quickly got out of the car and locked it before marching into the shop. Inside was a hi-fi clearance to rival all others. Half-price amplifiers, end-of-line speakers. You can tell this guy's like really into his, his gear. Do people still buy amplifiers and speakers? Yeah, if they're music music guys. Just now, I don't, I don't think you hear that anymore. But hey, perhaps Scott is old-school hi-fi. Yeah. Richer Sounds hi-fi. Or it could be like a guitar amplifier. <laughs> I loved a Richer Sounds sale. <laughs> 
I've, I've never experienced a religious sound. So. Oh, you, mate, you're missing out. I knew my wife would be upset if I bought anything, but I just couldn't let the bargains pass me by. I had to get something. He didn't have to. He did. He didn't. He did. Okay, we know as dads he did, but yeah. he didn't. That's that's what she'll say, okay, but he did. you have to weigh up new hi-fi stuff, yeah, which has to go in the house, which your wife actually lives in as well, yeah. or easy life. You've got to work it out, Scott. You, you know the motto, happy wife, happy life. I'm just saying, carry on. <laughs> yeah. Do you need to let let that off? No, just, 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 I'm just saying, that's all. <laughs> as you can tell, I'm slightly higher pitched as well. I'm passionate about this. I can tell, I can tell. You're obviously someone with experience. Around this time, a salesman came up to me and we started talking. He offered me a cup of tea, which was very welcome. Well, I mean, that's a good salesman. He's, he's, he's getting you on side. He wants to see that credit card. <laughs> a short while later, I heard a car alarm outside. I looked out the window and saw that it was my car. I was sure I'd probably been forgetful and just left the window open. Mm. So I used the key, fob, uh, the key fob remote to turn off the alarm and reset it. I and the salesman continued our chat about the recent rise in vinyl sales. Uh, I'm just school. going to zip this up now. <laughs> uh, that's a nice anorak you have there. Yes. Then the alarm went off a second time, so I went back to the car to investigate. I think I know what's coming here. I think I do as well. When I got closer, I saw my son bawling his eyes out, red-faced and completely freaked out, sitting in the back seat. I was so excited about Hi-Fi, I'd completely <laughs> forgotten to bring it with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh bless my heart sank I bet it sank because you realised you had to end the conversation about the hi-fi <laughs> no it sank because he was hoping that his child isn't going to tell his mum what happened on their little trip out yeah true don't tell your mum <laughs> don't tell your mum <laughs> That's why we're doing this podcast. I felt like a crap father. Poor little guy. It must have been horrible being left alone. I consoled him and after an all-you-can-eat ice cream breakfast bribery, guilt, he eventually calmed down. <laughs> but when it was time to go home, he completely refused to get back in the car. Must have scarred him for life. Ever since that day, he's hated going on trips in the car and every time we go out, it's a real struggle to settle him. Whilst my wife thinks this is just a phase, I feel awful that this is because of me. I hope you can forgive me. Yours sincerely, Scott. So his wife doesn't know. So no. he didn't tell his mum. Well, would you? Um, can, can I be 100% honest, which I know I have to be? Please be honest. I can't forgive Scott for that. Because I can, I can already feel that feeling in my stomach that I've had when this has happened to me in the past. And I promised then it would never happen again. And it never has again. Yeah. Because it's not just the, the, the guilt that you have, that sick to the stomach feeling. Yeah. It's also you now know that you've probably scarred your child for life. Yeah. And this, in a reverse way, happened to me uh, at, where was I? It was a DIY shop. So, what do you mean the reverse way? What your ba your, let, your Noah left you in the car? Let me explain. No, <laughs> so um, we went we went to the to the DIY shop to go and buy some fence stain. Right, so that's what we did. And I had Luna and I had Noah with me. So went up the aisle, found the aisle, got the 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 um, the stain sage, nice colour. So we got the sage stain, and um, <laughs> and we're, they're in the trolley with the two seats. So they're they're all safe. They're not going anywhere. And I've actually strapped them in so they can't get out. And I've got all my products, we've gone, and I get into the car, making sure that they're all safe, they're all sorted. I've definitely got two, yep, two, count them, put them in the car seat, strap them in, everything is fine. What have I forgotten? 
I'd forgotten the, the stain. stain. <laughs> I'd left the stain in in the shopping trolley. Now, can you imagine how that stain felt? <laughs> it's thirty nine ninety nine now. Sage is a very, very unpopular colour. That's why it's so expensive. It's rare. The rare sage. My problem with Scott's story is that when the alarm went off first, I probably would have clocked. No, that's not it. I the problem is they got so excited over hi-fi stuff <laughs> that it hi-fi was over his kids. Yeah. But he I, chose hi-fi, not yes, his kids. But I think I, I don't think that happened. I'll give you an example. It's better be good. I was doing the shop with Ted. Never do the shop with your kids, by the way. But I did the shop with Ted. And then we were driving home. And as I was pulling up, I was thinking about how I'm going to get all of the bags in one go out of the boot into the house. Yeah. In one go. Good dad thinking. Yeah. Because then I'd have to do more than one trip. Oh, yeah. And like that was what I was thinking about as mm. we were pulling up. So I got out of the car. I opened the boot. I un grabbed all the bags. I, I mean, I, na- I mean, I nailed that. Of course you are. Well, you're yeah. a strong man. Look at those arms. Shh, yeah. You've been working out. <laughs> it's all because of the Sainsbury's Four. shop. <laughs> Steady. And then we got to, and then I went in the house and I put the shopping down and then started to unpack it and completely forgot that Ted was still in the car. Now, I wasn't choosing the shopping over Ted. You were choosing Baghdad <laughs> strategy over your child, not even hi-fi. I was just processing it. I was just no. processing. So I can understand where your mind... It's just slightly elsewhere. No, I can understand if he, it was a cold day and he forgot to put a coat on the child or something like that. I get that. That's forgetting stuff. But no, I'm sorry. It's it's un, it, No, I can't even let you forgive him. I'm going to have to, you know, stab my authority on this. He can't. He can't. I mean, in my in my defence, could you imagine what his mum thinks? Could you imagine what your wife would say to you if they knew that you did that? Well, in my defence, Ted was asleep, so he wasn't crying and <laughs> so boiling his eyes out. So you can't tell mum. Yeah. I see you got away with that. He one, didn't even did notice. Yeah. No, I'm sorry, Scott. Not forgiven. I'm sorry. No, no. Well, I'm a little more compassionate, Scott, so uh, I'm, I'm more on your side than JK. Still shocking. Um, if you have got a secret, remember, a problem shared is a problem halved. Uh, you can send us your confessions on the Dadsnet. So it's an online community for dads. All you have to do is go to dadsnet.com slash confessions. And unlike Scott, we do, if you want to remain anonymous, you can remain anonymous. Yeah. But please, if you do want to remain anonymous, don't even tell us what your name is because I will accidentally spurt it out. <laughs> so just so you know, all right? So uh, dadsnet.com slash confessions, you can get yours in. There we go. The confessional has given its decision on this week's bad dad. Next up. We're going to be talking about co-sleeping and how to make your sleeping habits easier. You know, when you mention the words co-sleeping, parents always have their their say let's let's say their say yeah 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 their opinion oh without doubt uh but first it's time to let off a little steam now and you know what it's like we're both dads if you're a dad you're a parent you know sometimes you need to let a little steam off a lot a lot of steam a lot of steam okay and we'd like to think that this is the outlet where you can do that and it is. I mean, kids can be so annoying. So annoying. Ted's favourite thing to do at the moment is to hit me in the nuts for no reason. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we can let off a bit of steam now because sometimes our kids can be annoying. And I don't care what sort of parent you are. You are thinking it. Even if you don't say it, you are thinking it. I know. Well, I mean, that is the thing. Some some parents are, will very openly refer to their children as dicks or little assholes or whatever it is. Some parents 
completely against it, but they're still thinking it. Yeah, but I'm not saying it to the kid's face. <laughs> I'm saying it to like my mate or my dad mate. Sometimes or... you are under your breath. Oh, God, no. you're a dick. Because you know what they're like? They're little sponges. <laughs> uh, Mummy, dad said I'm a dick. <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, no. I'm in trouble again. Uh, yeah, so this is the bit where we can, you know, we can vent. We can uh, we can talk about what's annoying us about our kids at the moment. Uh, do, do you want to go first? I just love what's written down here on, on we've got like, like show notes it says an open forum to bitch about your kid or other people's kids well, whoever wrote that is bloody brave because I mean g- I've got a lot to say about other people's kids Look, feel free you can bitch about mine I'll bitch about yours we have an agreement but anyone else is so like whoa just have to do it with no names uh, we are going to get some submissions from the dad's net during this as well but let's quickly do ours first what, what's, what's, what's your problem this week oh uh, do you know it's the it's the hardest thing I've ever done dealt with as a as a dad and it is constantly being hit in the nuts for no reason oh no word of a lie right you know that game where you hold their hands and they walk up your body and then they kind of do like a backflip right it's it's quite nice it's quite good fun although their arms kind of twist like there is a bit of a health and safety thing there but anyway it's fun nothing's happened to date so we're fine and um the other day he said can i do that daddy i was like yeah yeah that sounds fun all right so he looks me in the eye and he puts one leg on my knee, lifts his other leg up and goes, bang! What? Straight in the nuts? Straight in my nuts. And that was what he wanted to do. Oh, not actually he, do he, the whole climbing no, up? he used that as the a cover. Little... As a cover. And then, oh, I mean, it floored me. So, and is he doing this at any point? You never know what's happening. No. So he could come round the corner, yeah. at, you know, through the kitchen door, round the corner, yeah. into your lounge, and you could be faced with a kick in the nuts. Yeah, or a whack in the nuts. Sometimes just walking to the fridge, whacking the nuts. Well, actually, no, they won't kick because they're the perfect level for nut yeah. bashing, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, head, anything. Anything. He just, I mean, that's just his thing at the minute. This uh, is, do you know what this reminds me of? When I was at school, we used to play um, ball bang. <laughs> Which was at any point you're allowed to hit someone or kick someone in the nuts. It couldn't be too hard, although there were people that usually went there, whatever. At any, at any point. Yeah, but of course, the, the good thing about that was you could hit back. Well, yeah, exactly. So if you got caught, also, ways. I think if you got caught, you avoid for the next one. So it was a group of friends. Yeah. So yeah, that was ball bang. So what Ted is playing with you is technically what we played at school called ball bang. No, it's not. because It's a one-sided game of ball bang. You sure That's you what it is. You sure you can't do it back? <laughs> Just asking for a friend? <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, I, I have tried it and I got glared at by his mum. Maybe this is a, a subject we will discuss in a, in a future episode. Uh, discipline. But it is. <laughs> Can you hit back in ball bang? <laughs> <laughs> in ch- child ball bang? Probably not. No, no. <laughs> but it's the kind of thing, I mean, it, it is a real dickish move, isn't it? Yeah. Like at any other age in but it's, life. It's, it's bro code. Can do it. You know what I mean? Ted's a boy. Yeah. You're a boy. Yeah. It's bro code. You never hit someone in the nuts. Oh, no. Only if you're being mugged and then you hit them in the nuts and punch them in the nose and they can't see anything. Yeah. But, you know, that, you can't do that when you're related. It's I a father-son bond. I know. It's, it's, I mean, it's crazy. I'm literally walking around cupping, protecting my nuts the entire day. And that's not even from your wife. I know. Wish we were thinking. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I wish it was. Just a little touch would be nice every now and again, even <laughs> yeah. if it is a smash in the nuts. I'd take a ball bang from her any day. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she's not playing the game, just you are. It's <laughs> <laughs> so a one-sided again there. You know, that's not good. Oh, right, we're, we're digressing here down a very, very dangerous route. What about you? What's um, what's going on with you? Oh, general stuff. I think we've talked about it at the top of the show where, um, where little George is the problem at the moment oh, from yeah. Peppa Pig. Like, yeah, that, that for me is the thing that's annoying me the most. There is, there's a, there's a lot of co-sleeping stuff, but we're covering that in a moment as yeah. well. So that I have got a lot to talk about okay. when, with the co-sleeping, even though I'm pro co-sleeping, it still annoys the 
out of me. Yeah. Well, let's put this open because we actually we put this question to um, the dads in the dads net, and we had some very interesting responses. Right. So I'll share some of them with you. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, have, I actually don't know about these, so I'm I'm hearing them for the first time. Just quickly, have, have you had any massive injuries from it? Like, is one ball bigger than the other, or anything like that? Is it swollen? Have you got blue balls? What's? I mean, I have blue balls. Yeah. Um, but is that to do with Ted bashing no. them? <laughs> <laughs> don't let this go weird I'm asking a question Sorry, it's, about, already, it's already gone I'm actually really asking about your welfare um, just, sorry I've, I'm, I'm it's all okay yeah well, I'm all okay down there right um, it's fine there was one incident that I was out for a good half an hour what did you do the curl over 40 feet feet yeah. position and don't you feel sick as a dog straight oh away oh my god I, you can't explain it no. it's worse than it's worse than, than childbirth <laughs> he went there oh my god <laughs> he went there I mean I was going to I was going to bring that up actually because that's an interesting well, we debate we don't know what childbirth's like and, so to us and they don't know what being kicked in the nuts is exactly, like exactly so, so how can they possibly say to us well no I say let let the ladies say that childbirth is the worst pain mm. let the guy say being kicked in the nuts is the worst pain and we're all happy we have potentially just lost a lot of female listeners now nah, they're still <laughs> listening just to find out what we're talking about it's, it's their inside it's their inside yeah. to the dad's world here we go so Mark he says um, so he lost the remote control the boy at the time was around two we had no idea where it was weeks went by I mean that is annoying when you can't find the remote control weeks went by then one morning I saw him pick up another remote and walk with it to a box that was in the corner of the room of Christmas decorations. He opens it and pops the controller in. I go to see what was in there and it was pretty much everything that had been missing for the last few weeks. Spoons, remote controls, money, a bit of a sandwich, all in the box. Kids, no, but I <laughs> totally agree with that. Why do they hide stuff? That's oh, so annoying. Why? It's so annoying. I get that Noah, my son, hides his toys from Luna. So you can, you'll you sit down at night when they've gone to bed, Netflix is on, you'll go to lean on the lice cushion on your back and you'll go, what the fucking hell is yeah. that? And then it, it's a horse yeah. stabbing you in the bum. Yeah. You know, I get that. He's hiding his toys from Luna. But but why? I don't understand. I've got the best, the best story. We, we lost our car keys and our house keys, one set for weeks and like to a point where like usually I'll give it like a week a couple of weeks because oh, I'll turn up you got a spare key yeah we had just a spare to clarify. key it'll turn up whatever but this was like like over a month they'd gone missing and I'd pretty much just written them off I was like oh Jen's probably left them in a park under a bench or something like that <laughs> what was she drinking gin and tonic again <laughs> probably <laughs> <laughs> There's Jen Blesser on a park bench drinking gin and tonic again. What's Al done now? She's, she's really nice. I just want to say that. My Jen, wife your is wife really nice. is lovely. I'm just joking. You anyway, sure it wasn't a bottle of Strongbow? <laughs> a white lightning in a brown paper bag. <laughs> she's not homeless. Um, um, where was I? Oh, yes, the keys, right? So I'd, all, I'd literally just kind of written them off. And then I was feeding the dog once. We've got this, um, like a Tupperware Tupperware tub full of dog food. And I was pouring the dog food into his into the dog's bowl, and the keys fell out of the dog food. What? Why? I don't know. How? I have no idea. Ted can't reach there. Well, it's no. not your son's fault. <laughs> no, they were. They were just like left next to his bowl. Right. Yeah. The 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 bot the, the, the so Ted had put the keys. So in Ted there. had put the keys into the dog food box, and but he didn't just put them in. He'd buried them. <laughs> So this was like weeks of feeding the dog and only at the, like right at the end, they fell out. Do, do you know what all I'm thinking Sneaky now is? Sneaky little. All I'm thinking is now when you use that main set of keys, they're just smelling of like chicken oh, they did. peas and gravy. They did, they like stank. It was dry dog food. It was dry, oh. but they did stink. They really, and then obviously it's on your hands when you're using the key. Yeah. yeah. it did stink for a long time. But what a, what a sneaky little bugger. What else we got? Uh, <laughs> Duncan, 
This is a classic. Hi, well, Dunk. This is quite a good one. It says, uh, the most annoying thing that his kid did was shit on the bathroom floor and cover it with the bath mat and let his <laughs> mum stand on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's like one of those things where you, where you get dog poo in a brown paper bag, set it on fire, put it on someone's doorstep. I've never uh, done that. Like stamping it. No, no, I've no, I mean, no, I've just seen it on a film. Never done that. And I would never do that because that's just such a terrible thing. To just, do. I love that. And he let his mum stand on it. But as a parent, you walk into a bathroom, you see a bath mat because the bath mat just goes up and down all the time. Corners are turned. Sometimes it's in the bath. Sometimes it's over the other side of the bathroom. You just think it might be a pair of socks under it or it yeah. could be, I don't know, some toothpaste. You never ever think it could no. be a child's poo. No, and it was. <laughs> it was. There was another video in Dazette quite recently uh, of a guy who was opening, he opened his the bedroom door, I don't know which bedroom, a bedroom door, and uh, as he opened it, it rolled, there was a little gap underneath the door, it rolled over a poo oh. that, his, that his kid had put underneath the door. So it was like, there was like smearing into the carpet. Oh, these kids. My son would be dead. My son would never do that. Huh? He's really sort of private about his poos. Really? You can go in and you can you can wipe his bum, but otherwise he doesn't want he's not doesn't want you in there. Yeah. It's private. It's my yeah. You know what he's doing? He's just checking out Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> he's doing his emails, you know, that's what he's doing in there. Yeah. He's like me, he's like his dad. Yeah. It's, 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 it's like time to just chill on his own. He has the power. When he gets into that bathroom, he grabs that lock on the door and he goes and Does he just actually? Thinks, oh, that's what I do. Do you ever go there saying that you need to go to the toilet, but actually the you just want to go All and have a sit down for five yeah, minutes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know, but do you, I also do this. This should be in the confessional. <laughs> I will go in, I will make the sound. In fact, I can do it now for you. I will go in <laughs> and I will do this sound here. So this is what I do. I will go in and go... <laughs> So it sounds like I've undone my belt. Yeah, I was going to say, just to clarify, that yeah. was that was JK wagging then, his belt. Then I'll make the sound of the toilet seat going up, then I'll put it back down quietly, and then I'll just sit on the toilet with my phone, just checking out, buying stuff on Amazon. Does she wonder why you need four poos a day? Um, no, I've just told her I'm very regular, and that means I'm very healthy. <laughs> She's buying She's that. Like, she comes in, it doesn't smell in there. I, I know. Do you know, we've just let out a trade secret there. Whew. Okay. I feel a bit better after that. I feel good. It's like a weight off my shoulders. It's just a little safe space to vent. So, and we know that you vent too, but you just don't say it. No. But we get that. You know, if you if you want to, by all means, you can get in contact with us. That's right. If you want to send in uh, any reasons why you might need to vent, uh, you can do so on our social media channels at the Dad's Net or on the website itself, www.thedadsnet.com. Did you just say www? Yeah. Wow, we went back to the early 90s. We did. But also, a joke I've never understood about that is saying WWW is like nine W, W, nine syllables. Whereas if you just say World Wide Web, it's only three syllables. So why have we always done www. Where we could have just said World Wide Web. Is this episode finished now or not? Or have we got more? <laughs> yeah, sorry, I've gone down Oh, there's still more to come. Right, oh, let's move is, on. Let's move on. There is still more to come because next we're going to talk about co sleeping and bed sharing with your child. That's right, co-sleeping, sharing your sleeping space with uh, with your child. Now, this is a is a subject that splits opinion, mm. and uh, and there are some some parents who are categorically no, and there are some who um, will co-sleep from you know from day dot. Um, and it, it can be a very serious issue. Uh, and what we want to do is just kind of explore our own experiences and share our thoughts and our opinions. Because I am a massive co-sleeper. Um, we've always done it. I have two kids. Uh, one is four, 
One is almost two. Uh, Luna is my daughter. She's the youngest. Noah is my son. We have co-slept from as long as I can remember. I don't, I've never smoked in my life. My wife has never smoked. I'm not a heavy drinker, blah, blah, blah. So we consider ourselves, you know, safe to yeah. co-sleep. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? That the, the risks and the dangers around co-sleeping are when you are unaware of your surroundings mm. and there have been incidences where um, a parent may have rolled you know, completely kind of unconscious. Smothered a child. Yeah, and smothered a child. So they're the risk. But if you follow the guidelines and if you're responsible, um, you know, a lot of parents co-sleep very successfully. I love co-sleeping. I wouldn't change it for the world. Yes, sometimes I don't get much sleep because of it. And my wife would definitely agree. We are genuinely at our happiest when we know that our kids are in bed with us mm in the early hours of the morning. And maybe that's the thing that I know everyone is in the room. So if someone came in to, to steal stuff, I know that we're all contained in what, like a panic room almost. <laughs> you know, it is. But that's, and for me, that's what it's about. I know my children are safe because I can feel them. I can hear them. I can, Luna's usually lying across me so I can actually feel her heart on mine or something. But I know they're okay. Yeah. So for me, it's just a lovely family warm feeling to know that my entire life my world are in bed with me mm. at that point yeah i mean i'm not there so not your entire world well if you were in there as well a bit weird absolutely and it would stink it would stink yeah i mean the the, the guideline the official guidelines over the years have kind of advised against it but oh, they yeah. are starting to change and 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 actually now they're saying if you're going to co-sleep here are the ways of doing it safely mm. and i think that's an important thing to note because actually what we're realizing is that sleep is what's important yeah and if your child is sleeping better in your bed and you're sleeping better in the same bed yep then that's better for both of you because you're both sleeping <laughs> it's that classic though it's what works for you you will hear this if, if you're about to become a parent you're about to be a dad for the very first time you will hear this saying a lot it's what works for you yeah obviously which is safe very important. We're not professionals. We don't know uh, the you know the official health guidelines on co-sleeping. We're not here to talk about that. We're discussing our thoughts and our interactions with with co-sleeping. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've kind of covered over a little little definition. Do you co-sleep? No, never have. Never, never. So, how have you got around that? Just interested. Asking for a friend. Ah, <laughs> oh, we did. We make a conscious decision. I think we probably did make a conscious decision that we're not going to co-sleep. Because is are you are you a couple which are this is our marital bed, our kids will not come in. Yeah, because I am my, a bit like that. My wife's parents are very much like yeah, that. Yeah, I am a bit like that. And that was like this is my space. Yeah. And that's quite important to us. Part of the other reason is Jen is such a light sleeper. Like yeah. ridiculously light. Like she will wake up if she heard like a bird cheeping half a mile away. And <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I was just calling a dog there. That was all. Yeah. <laughs> what was the? Oh no, no, that was me <coughs> clearing my throat. <coughs> so, and what happened was, Ted was obviously in a Moses basket in our room mm. for the first few weeks of his life, like you know, standard. But he was quite a noisy sleeper. He was snuffling and stuff. So she just couldn't sleep because he was just waking her up. So then we moved his Moses basket just like to the doorway and just gradually kind of. <laughs> Don't jam out. Yeah, out the driveway. <laughs> yeah, but into, also into the garage. <laughs> and now he sleeps in the garden shed. And now he's right next to the lawnmower. <laughs> he likes it there. It's very nice. Yeah, it's lovely. We but, could we could put a few more blankets on him. He's yeah. fine. But the other thing is, like, his bedroom is literally a meter 
away from our room. Like it's not like it's the other end of a corridor or, yeah. or another floor or anything like that. So he was never he's never been far away. But also we always wanted just to teach him to be to settle himself. Yeah. And and like bedtime is really easy now. Like we just put him to bed and he just sleeps. I mean he hasn't always slept through the night. But we've never brought him into our bed. So you always go in. Yeah. See, that's another thing for me. It's all about sleep and how you can get back to sleep quick. You know, how you can get yeah. back to to sleeping quicker. And that's yeah. That's I remember hours of hours and hours just like patting him on the back, shh, shh, shh patting, you know, trying to get him back to sleep. Oh, the pat shush. And oh. sometimes Jen will get into his bed. Is that co-sleeping? Guess yeah, that it is. is. Co-sleeping. That is co-sleeping. His bed, yeah, which is fine by me because then I'm still but, in my bed. So you're basically saying that your bed is your bed. That's your space as a couple. Yeah. And but yet you are willing to go into his bed in his little fish finger bed and make yourself even more uncomfortable than bringing it into your double but bed. But not all night. <clears throat> like what we'll do is we'll like one of us, usually Jen, just because he settles better with Jen when he's in the middle of the night. She'll get into his bed and just lie next to him for half an hour until he falls back to sleep, and then she'll get out and come back into our bed. Shall I give you another reason why I love co sleeping? Yeah. And this is the probably this is the deep rooted issue that I have as a child and also I think my wife was the same remember I mentioned earlier that um, uh, the mother and father-in-law that their kid the kids never went into their bedroom mm. never I remember my granddad was my favourite person in the world all the holidays I used to stay with him and I remember I was in the room two rooms next to his and I just remember feeling like I, I don't know I was next to the stairs and I always thought some monsters would come up the stairs and I always wanted to just go and be uh, literally on a mattress on my granddad's floor in his bedroom. Yeah. And eventually he would let me he would let me do that. I, I used to open the window summer's nights and all the uh, flies and bugs would come in. So on the ceiling there would be millions of bugs. So I'd go granddad I can't sleep in here. <laughs> so then I would go into into his room. And like even my my wife Charlie says she remembers it that it's quite difficult not being able to go into your parents bed just yeah. if you felt a little scared and that's the feeling I have. If Noah is feeling scared, whether it's monsters, sounds outside, the wind howling, whatever it is, if it makes him happy coming into his mum and dad's bed and that makes him calm and he sleeps through the night, that makes me happy. Yeah, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Okay. Why don't you teach him that he can be safe and not scared in his own space? Otherwise, he's always going to be like always reliant. Now, that's a bit harsh. I probably don't actually believe that, but playing devil's advocate. But he's not going to go to school, is he? Like, I'm talking high school. He's not going to go to high school wanting to sleep in our bed. (laughs) You You know, but they all all grow out of of it. And don't get me wrong, you know, if he is, if he ever turns six foot, which is very likely as I am, like five foot nothing, but he, you know, then he won't be in our bed. But right now, I just feel if that's what makes them feel safe and warm, that's great. And also, are, are we the only mammal that says, hey, look, get ready, kids. Yeah. We've, you've, you've just given birth. You want somewhere warm and safe to be. Well, do you know what? No, go in your cot and go in another room. Yeah, you know true. what I mean? I just feel... Right, so here's another question for you. Yep. And here's a, a perhaps a more accurate definition of what co-sleeping is. It's a meme that I found online. Okay. It says this. If by co-sleeping you mean a kid appears in your bed at 3am every night and we're too tired to fight it, then yeah, I co-sleep. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what I do. Now, so here's my question. How does it affect you and your sleep? Do you sleep better? Like your kids might be sound asleep. But yes, I, I would sleep better because doing what you're doing, I'm not judging, although you're looking at me <laughs> saying you are, but judge away. you're breaking up your sleep even more because you are going into Ted's room, you're doing the shush pat if he does wake up and that's going to that's going to be what 15 minutes easy yeah 15 to 30 minutes easy okay <laughs> yeah, 15 to let's say 30 minutes yeah. just to be safe then when you finally get back to sleep you're going back into your bed 
into your room and then it's going to take you a little longer for you to get back to sleep. So you could be talking about an hour. If a kid appears in my bed and then he goes like Noah goes to the bottom, I literally, he does it himself. In he goes. He's got a little blanket that we've placed there. So even before he comes in, yeah. he's got a pillow at the bottom of the bed and he's got a blanket. He's in. I've woken up for all of one minute and then I'm back to sleep. Are you? Yeah. Okay, so here's another meme I found. <laughs> okay. This is like, like podcast like by meme. <laughs> <laughs> Your says, arguments are all by meme. I, oh, like, yeah. I love this. It's raising good points. It says, do I co-sleep? No. My kid co-sleeps. I co-lay awake and get kicked in the spleen. <laughs> that is true as well. well. There you go. <laughs> so like, yeah. how, how comfortable is it? Like, are you in, do you no, get much of the bed? Does he Noah's take up much brilliant. of the space? Is he, is he lying like a starfish? No, Noah's at the bottom. So, like I said, the best investment you'll ever have, if you have room, we haven't, get a super king bed. Get the biggest bed you possibly can and then co-sleep because then you've got more space. We, our, our bed hardly fits in our, in our bedroom, but we've sacrificed wardrobes. <laughs> you know, Charlie hasn't got a makeup um, mirror or anything like that, but because it's a big bed. So Noah's at the bottom. You never hear from him. He's great. He's got his own blanket, his own pillow. Luna, however, yes, she's in between us. And she is at that stage where she could be sideways. You could have a foot in the head. And it, it, she can crack you one. Oh, yeah. You know, like like Ted, sometimes you could have a crack in the They're balls if she's down look. there. But again, you know, that's not all the time. It is a little bit. Okay, so here's, what, turn I, you back. here's what I'm hearing. No judgment, but here's what I'm hearing. A child has come into your life and is dictating what size bed you have, that you can't have a makeup mirror. We had that bed before. You can't have <laughs> children. <laughs> All right. You can't have wardrobes. What was the reason to have such a big bed before children? Um, it's all about the kid. And I think yeah, and I think it is all about the kid. Of course it is. Except it's also all about you, Jay. No. It is. And and I'm Look, just thinking, I'm just my loving I'll never heart. never have sex again. Like, <laughs> you know, why do you think I'm in the bathroom for so long? Four times a day. Exactly. You know, it's fine. <laughs> No, to be fair, they, they do start in their own beds. Yeah. So we do have that time. Usually just before 1am. If you get it in before, then you're fine. <laughs> right, so it's lovely to mm. have a nice cuddle, yeah. you know, at night. And, you know, they're when they're two and four. Oh, and, no, there's no cuddling. They're sweet. just sleeping in the bed. Well, get off me. Yeah, but it's quite nice. You hear the heartbeat and, you yeah, know, it's yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I see that. Um, what's, what's your cutoff age? Like, when are you thinking enough's enough? We're going to say no. You see, the, to answer that question, I have to tell you that there's a, there is a cut-off time. They can't come into our room before a certain time. So Luna, we try to say before sort of 1am-ish. Because if, if we're going to bed at 10 and then Noah's coming in at 10 past 10, like, dude, no, not at all. So then we will take him back up to bed. But that's because we're awake. You know what I mean? If it's a bit early, we, we try yeah. and get them to sleep in their bed. But then they will... Come with, they'll sleep in our bed until we wake up. The age from a cut-off point of view, I don't know. 15. I don't know. The, the thing is... 18. If it relaxes my child and they feel very happy, they can sleep with me until they're... How old's Noah now? Four. Four and two months. <laughs> <laughs> well, the end is in sight. <laughs> I, d I don't know. I don't know. It's like those, um, you know, those people who breastfeed and they just continue to breastfeed indefinitely. You know, there's 12-year-olds being breastfed. Is this another months. subject for another time, maybe? I don't <laughs> it could know. well be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but there must be someone co-sleeping with, like, a teenager. There must be someone somewhere. If, if it's you, let us know. If you are listening, feel free. We'd love to get you on and, and talk about it. It would fascinate me. It, it would be genuinely interesting, would. It? it? would it be really interesting. Would. Um, fancy popping over to mine tonight and have a sleepover? Yeah, sure. Come in. Sounds nice. More the merrier, right? Can I hear heartbeat? And you've got, what, a super king? It's Weirdo. <laughs> 
So that's it then. Are we done? I know. The end of another episode. Wow. I had so much fun. I mean that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you didn't sound much conviction. <laughs> no, no, I, I, as I said it, I heard it, but I did. I really, really enjoyed it. Oh, good. Well, I, well I'll leave you with this. It's a funny story. Um, Ted, at the moment, he's in the kind of toilet humour phase. Okay. Came home from school. He's in reception. Came yeah. home from school the other day and he goes, Daddy, I want to change my name. And we're like, okay, what, what do you want to change it to? And he said... My mummy, right? That's just like a mummy play on the word mummy. So he said, my mummy. I'm like, okay, we've heard this word before. But then he goes, my mummy butthole. <laughs> right? So he said, okay, I want to change my name to my mummy butthole. And we're like, all oh, right, why is that? No word of a lie. This is what he says. He says, well, when my teacher does the register, she'll have to read out the word butthole. <laughs> Lad baby, yeah. I was like, that is genius, Ted. I mean, that is a good reason to change your name. I mean, it's classic. What a guy. Well, you were a teacher once. Would you you read it out? I'd read it out. (laughs) My mummy butthole. That's why he's not a teacher anymore. Do you want some more information on parenting? Do you? Are you sure? Well, if you've got something to share, you can go to dadsnet.com. You could even end up on an episode of Don't Tell Your Mum as well. And remember to rate us. Subscribe to this podcast on Global Player or wherever you get your podcasts from. And tell all the dads you know to listen to Don't Tell Your Mum. Until next time, goodbye. Why did you go to children's kids TV presenter? Did I? <laughs> did I resort to that? Till next time, kids. Bye. <laughs> See you later with the jazz hands. Thank you.